night. I also felt like I was in a movie last night. What happened? I went to a new boxing place. It was wild. Okay, so when you see like a boxing place in a movie, what do you think of? Um, um, it's like, uh, okay, it's like there's a ring in the middle. Mm. They're usually abandoned, weirdly. They're not busy <laughs> places in movies, and Captain America will go, and but maybe he's there early in the morning or late at night, and he's just, like, punching at a bag, uh, right? Yeah. And then and then Samuel L. Jackson will come to talk to him there. Um, kind of kind of dirty, though, yeah. kind of old. There's not any, like, new modern boxing uh, practice places in movies, I feel like. Is yeah. that about right? Yeah, that was that's pretty much about right. I went to this new place. Uh, well, it's not new. It's new to me but I'd heard a lot about it but I'd never seen anything about it online I was just hearing whispers from people I would do boxing classes with I was like what is this place I'm gonna go so I go and I get greeted by the most like well put together woman she was wearing white leather boots up to her knees a little tiny dress her hair was bright pink her fingernails were long and she just looked incredible sure wow she was so sweet and she like brought me up was like, okay, here's the change room. Remember to lock the door so the boys don't come in. And I was like, okay, sweet. So I go, and um, the first person I see on the second floor where they do boxing, he's bleeding profusely from the face, just nonstop blood. Is that unusual? <laughs> uh, like, I know there's probably some blood. It's yeah, a yeah. combat sport, but is that, like, not usually the case? No, it, I mean, I haven't been to, like, a proper boxing place <laughs> before, I guess I'm realizing, because this is, like, a totally different side of boxing that I haven't seen. And usually I go to, like, the more corporate boxing spots. Right. So the ones that you generally go to, that's, like, the new vibe of boxing where yeah. it's, like, a lot of people who are there for the exercise Workout. of it or because it gets a little bit of trendy. Yeah, yeah. Right? They're not committed to the filth, the dirt, the pain, the blood that yeah. goes in with the sport. Yeah. And then um, the drills that we had to do was just pushing each other. <laughs> wow. It's just like, okay, grab a partner and just push them and then try and stay up. That was it. And then there was like grappling, which I've never done, which is not usually part of boxing, I don't think. Yes. So that was wild. And then we just sparred. And I didn't bring any headgear or mouth guard or anything like that. And uh, yeah, this person who I was partnered up with, she'd only been there for, I guess, since the beginning of the pandemic. And she like outboxed me and I've been doing it for years. Wow. So I was like, I need to go to this spot again. Right. Okay. This was going to ask, like, did you like it? It was, I was totally out of my element. But I feel like even just in one hour of going there, I've learned so much about the sport. Wow. And I feel like I'm green now. Wow. So it's really cool. That's so, that feels like a big level up moment, doesn't it? Does. It does. I'm really excited about it. <laughs> wow. But it was also just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this place exists. And I had like no idea. I just heard whispers about it. And then I found it and shot them an email. And they, they were great. They were so welcoming there. Anyone I like reached out to who like asked to like, ha- what, what the hell's going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they were all super helpful. But wow. yeah, it was like a movie. So why do you think it's so underground to begin with then? The business side of it is just like no they they don't care about that it's like it's all about the heart of the sport you know like it's just like throw everything you have into it it's just like gritty and yeah it was interesting that's so cool i mean it's almost like uh (laughs) maybe it's a bit of a cliche thing but it's kind of like in fight club right like the word of mouth is the most powerful thing even if you're trying to keep something a secret that spreads and it was packed oh yeah yeah. wow the word of mouth is definitely a thing there and like yeah i guess they they actually have like a boxing club and everything so it's a it's a wonderful kind of example of something that I learned back when I was in, when I played hockey when I was a kid. Yeah. And I remember one time 
I I don't know what it was. Like I signed up for like this like skills camp, you know, and yeah, they really yeah. kind of worked you hard. Yeah. And and tried to teach you how to be better at like doing crossovers. That's why I learned how to do crossovers and skating. I'm still mm. good with those today. Uh, you know, it's like level up your skills, level up your endurance and your and your fitness and all that. And I remember one of the coaches saying something to the effect of like, this is going to push you out of your comfort zone. That's where you get better. Yeah. And that always stuck with me. And that's uh, like I've tried to bring it like that I think is very um, applicable to like everything, everything in life, but certainly with sport and fitness. Yeah. I mean, even with career or something like that, I find whenever I feel like I'm plateauing or I'm just like kind of getting complacent and I don't feel like I'm growing at all. You just kind of have to put yourself in a totally different situation, whether it's like moving or like having an uncomfortable conversation with your boss or whatever it is. And then that's where the growth is going to come. Totally. Um, But yeah, that, yeah, I, I feel like next time I need to like bring a cigar. (laughs) <laughs> just like smoke before class because I feel like that would be allowed in that area. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't see someone smoking a cigar while I was there. But wow. Yeah, it was cool. That's really amazing. Well, good yeah. for you. I'm so happy for oh, you. Oh, thanks. Oh, okay. So here's the thing. Um, the exact same applicable lesson about leaving your comfort zone is yeah. applying to me now because I'm getting kicked out of my house. Oh, my gosh. And so here I go and maybe we'll chronicle it as it happens over the next few months of this podcast. Um, I'm re-entering that terrifying devastating world of Victoria real estate, which um, I'm feeling okay about. I'm trying to be optimistic. I'm trying not to let all the like, you know, horror stories you hear of. um, uh, Oh God, it is so devastating. I did this last time I bought a house where like you put in an offer and then you're just outbid. Mm. I still remember it to $9,000 and I lost out on what would have been the dreamiest home and the home that would have made me by now Mm -hmm. a millionaire overnight. Do you know what I mean? Like it was a great deal and it was way undervalued and we went in at a very reasonable price, but we were just outbid. And then, yeah, that place would be worth maybe $2 million. Do you know what I mean? Like just crazy, crazy thing like that. So, so I know that that's what's happening constantly right now. And places are going for like a hundred and two hundred thousand dollars over asking, yeah, which wild. is terrifying. But I'm trying to just not let that get to me. I'm in an okay position. I'm gonna get into it, and then I think, yeah, it's pushing me out of this comfort zone. Now I love living where I live. I've been there for a while and everything. Um, I like not being house poor. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be house poor again. That's just the way it's going to be for a while. But I think that's good. Long term, mm-hmm. that means growth. You know, same totally. kind of thing, right? So yeah, I guess you were just kind of shoved into that comfort zone, the out of being out of your comfort zone because it was out of your control, right? Like you, you got evicted. Yes, and sometimes you need that. Not yeah. that no, exactly. Be it's just <laughs> looking at it in a different way. Right? Yeah. And yeah, I think that that's the thing. When I came in and I was like, "Oh no, Paul, what are you gonna do?" And you're like, "I'm actually okay about it. So yep. Don't react that way. I'm actually doing all right. I think this could be a really good thing, and I think so too." I think it will be a good thing. I hope so. And it'll give you some more freedom, I think, in the long term. Yeah, so, so well, again, uh, if I have any fun or wacky <laughs> yeah. or heartbreaking uh, stories from uh, that endeavor of trying to buy a new house, I'll, I'll hmm. bring them to you. But otherwise, um, yeah, wish me luck, please. Okay, I'm, I'll plan your housewarming party, okay? Yeah, you know what? You can also help decorate my house, too, because okay. your house is immaculately decorated. Oh, I love it. It's so cool you. when I walk in there. I'm like, really? how do you do this? Oh, my God. You yeah, just yeah. 
just collect a lot of junk from thrift stores. That's it. Wow, it seems so simple. Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, thanks so much for tuning in, finding this podcast this week. Please do tell your friends, spread the word a little bit, mm-hmm. and now enjoy the rest of the week. Just get back from United States. Yeah, tell me about your travels. It was uh, quite an interesting thing. First time riding a plane in two years, like Whoa. almost exactly two years, which is a long time for me. <clears throat> um, and last week, of course, the news dropped that Canada is easing those travel restrictions, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm here to tell you because it was I all me, me and my friends, obviously high fiving and laughing about how unfortunate I am that. <laughs> to do all the travel restrictions mm-hmm. at their strictest, like just before they get rolled back. Oh. But I can tell you, it was pretty chill, actually. Yeah? Yeah. I, I mean, for all the so. whining and whinging that I did about having to do these extra steps, right. it was pretty easy. Like, you just, you know, I didn't love having to pay an extra $300. That's right. for sure. It's for the testing. But when you actually just go and do it, it's pretty easy. They just, like, they email you their results. You just flash that email to mm. at the check-in counter at the airport and where you go oh, and okay. then yeah just wear your mask on the plane it was actually very very easy. even like the arrive can app mm-hmm. if you want to travel and come back into canada pretty easy okay took like an evening so it wasn't too stressful to travel there how was getting was. away from your home for the first time in many years i it can was, imagine that would be a nice refreshing experience it was seriously wonderful yeah, yeah it was ab- i mean like i've talked about this before i love traveling and seeing new places and so to be able to do that after so long of mm-hmm. not being able to do that was really wonderful. Oh, I'm happy for you. Thank you. Oh, that makes me want to travel too. I'm <laughs> out of here for another two weeks. If you can do it safely and you feel okay and comfy with it, yeah. yeah, it's a great thing to be able to do again. Today's hottest video all around Victoria <laughs> is this Instagram that is going viral showing some guys who were stole from uh, this tap house in downtown Victoria, Whistleboy Brewing. Oh. And so they took the f- security footage mm-hmm. and they laid a fantastic uh, 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 audio over top of it. Yeah, a nice description, voiceover. A nice voiceover, yeah. yeah. And here we have it. Seen here is Turd, ripping a piece of original artwork off the wall and hiding it under the hoodie his mom bought it. Chode, the <laughs> sycophantic coward, laughs extra hard in a desperate bid for validation. Brashly nervously looks over his shoulder, hoping to spot his father's approval, but alas, it remains as elusive as ever. Percy wishes he had the confidence to find better friends, but he also wishes he didn't have to wear a diaper. Turd reveals he has also stolen the accessibility mirror. On their way out, they each snag a glass before leaving to needlessly steal from another small local business. If you happen to know who these human skin tags are, let <laughs> us know. Douche stoppers. <laughs> Ah! Oh my gosh. And yeah, it is just like a simple security cam footage that they edited a whole bunch and then put that wild voice over. And of course, it captured the hearts of many because we know how hard local businesses and small businesses have been struggling over this last two years and seeing something like that. But then to twist it in such like a lighthearted way where it was just so funny that you just had to share it also definitely helped because they ended up getting the culprits to... Just come forward, give it back, and now they're saying, okay, that's it. Let's move forward. They gave back the items. Mm -hmm. Thanks for the support. This is all good. So um, is that on their Instagram now? It is, This is what's good about Whistleboy. Yeah, they got their stuff back. They don't want to shame these guys for the rest of their lives. No. They're happy with that, and then they took the video down. So you can't even find the original anymore, but now you can see the update on their Instagram. Exactly. What a happy ending. Mm -hmm. 
Huge piece of uh, news in the country today is that uh, the use of the Emergencies Act is being revoked now. Okay. Um, they say it's no longer the situation uh, that they were using it for is no longer an emergency. And another thing that I think is very important is that they are going to also do an inquiry into the deployment of the law. To, right. That's going to begin in the next couple of months. So to see if it was used correctly kind of thing? <sighs> yeah, I mean, like, it's a pretty powerful tool, it right? Is. And you don't want it used all the time and for yeah. whatever reason. So, yeah, they're going to just make sure about that. Okay. And we were, you know, kind of joking a little earlier on the show about our own emergency acts within our own houses. Yeah. What's yours? Um, well, every once in a while, we get a call from the landlord saying that they need to come over. And there are a few things that we need to hide when yes. we get that phone call. So uh-huh. me and my partner look at each other and we go, okay, it's happening. So three of those things is living cats that we have to find a little home for. <laughs> right, we just don't want them to. to know for whatever reason that we have some kitty cats. Um, if you're curious as to whether Jenny's landlord listens to the radio ever, apparently they do not. I don't know. Okay. They haven't mentioned it to me, so... <laughs> You've mentioned cats a lot on this I show. Need to have, yeah. Uh, my Emergencies Measures Act around our house is we only have uh, one bathroom. Oh, and yeah. And so when I've had to engage the Emergency Measures Act, it means <laughs> that I need to go to the bathroom right this second and someone's in the shower or oh. otherwise using it. So I have both peed in the backyard. Wow. And yeah. if I'm going to be completely open and honest in right now. Sink. Kitchen sink, yeah. <sighs> Yeah, that one I don't love. It's a powerful legislative tool, and I had to use it. I've heard of it being deployed before, (laughs) but I never, yeah, wow, okay. And right now we have Zoner Megan on the line, and you have a little emergency act of your own at your house, eh? (laughs) I do. um, Not, like, on the regular uh, with bathroom emergencies, as you described, (laughs) Paul, but... um, (laughs) More just the occasional visit from my mom when she comes out from... Ontario, even though these visits are always planned months in advance, it is inevitable 12 hours before she arrives. It's, oh gosh, we have to clean. We have to clean. We have to put away everything. I mean, part of it's necessity. My mom stays in our office, so my husband needs to work right up until she comes. At the end of the workday, it's pack away the computer. It's bring out the portable closet. It's do all the bedding for the day bed, all that kind of stuff. But it's also that so. hardcore scrubbing the toilets and the bathtub and making yes, sure it's that's all when up I to... I realize how disgusting the <laughs> shower curtain is and it's time to buy a new one. Right? I know. Sometimes <laughs> it takes me to like have someone who hasn't come over before or like who hasn't been over for a long time to realize, oh my gosh, my house is disgusting and I've just been living like this. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly it. I don't know if you both remember from your single days, but mm-hmm. that was exactly when my house was its cleanest, yep. was if I had a date and there was the offside possibility chance that a new someone would come over to my house. They can't see me living in squalor. Absolutely not. <laughs> yep. It's pink shirt day. I think we should oh, shout that out. Yes. We forget about that. Um, there is something that I want to mention as well, because I'm finding, you know, lately there's a lot of bullying online. Yeah. And particularly with adults. And there's something that is taught to kids these days that are on the internet at young ages. And it's before you post, think. And it's an acronym. I'll go through it. Okay. Is it true? Is it helpful? Is it inspiring? Is it necessary? And is it kind? So next time you post, just remember that. What's the acronym? Think. 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 True. Helpful. helpful. Inspiring. Necessary. Kind.
Oh my God. Can you imagine if the internet only had think things on it? <laughs> I know. It'd be such a nice place to be. Like even if you hit three out of those <laughs> right? think things. I know. Wow. That's incredible. I love it. Rain wants to shout out uh, to you, Jen. Oh. For combating adult cyberbullying. Oh, yeah. So good. And Kevin says to shout out to kindness, the hard consonant of the internet think acronym. Because what did you say? Thoughtful. Helpful. No, uh, truth. Oh, true. True. Help. Honest. No, wait. <laughs> true. Helpful. Inspirational. Okay. Is it true? Is it helpful? Is it inspiring? Necessary? Is it kind? Ah, uh, yes. Before you post something on the internet. I love that. And kind, yeah. I think that's the most important yeah. of the bunch. I can't believe how cold it's been. My lips are chapped. Oh, yeah. I've got chapped everything. Everything's chapped. Okay, let's take it easy. I can't take it easy. I'm chapped. I am chapped. Do you know what's a great thing for you to do for your life and for your language? Is figure out the difference between chapped and chuffed. Because they're similar sounding, but they mean the exact opposite thing. Oh, because I was thinking, like, I'm pretty chapped about this. That's bad. Bad about this. And chuffed is a good thing. Yeah, like, oh, man, I'm so chuffed. Oh, it sounds negative. Does it? Yeah, chuffy chafing. (laughs) So chuffed is good. Wait, what about chafe? Chafe is bad. Okay, wow. Ch- yeah, right? That's yeah. difficult. Chafe and chap is-, is also bad. Yeah, like chafe is second cousin to chap. Get out your chapstick because it's going to be cold. A new research study is showing that Vancouver is predicted to be one of the first cities underwater due to rising global temperatures. Finally, our prayers are answered. Something to cool down this hot, hot real estate market. I guess I gotta look into houseboats. I'm stocking up on flood pants now. I'm just stoked that all the fish are gonna be free from the aquarium finally. Looking forward to free snorkel night at the BC Lions games. What a terrifying time to be alive. <laughs> Absolutely horrible. Have you heard about this chip shortage? And I'm not talking about microchips, because I know that we're having a microchip shortage as well. Wow. So, like, that's what's contributing to vehicles, like new vehicles not oh, being... Oh, I thought you were kidding. No, I'm serious. Okay. Yeah, there's, like, a oh. microchip shortage out in the world. It's one of these supply uh. chain things. Now, apparently, also, potato chips. Oh, okay. Yeah, this, I think, affects my life a little a bit more closer to home. I've been craving a lot of potato chips lately. Really? It's nice to have, you know? Okay, all right. So then let me ask you this. When you go to the mm-hmm. stores, have you noticed that there's fewer potato chips on the shelves? No, I haven't. Okay, this is, there are reports coming in. I feel nervous even just mentioning this because I don't want there to be a hoarding situation. I know. That's what I'm like, ooh, do we even mention whenever there is a shortage or someone's <laughs> like, oh, there could be a shortage because everyone's like, let me go get the potato chips quick. Yeah. Stuff my pantry. Yeah. It's not like that though, right? No. Okay. I don't think it's that quite bad. I, like I was shopping yesterday. I saw potato chips. But do you know what I also saw? Mm. Like vegetable chips. Mm-hmm. The ones that are like, we're made of vegetables, nice and healthy. And then I look at the ingredients and the uh, nutritional info. I'm like, I don't think this is that healthy at all. Yeah, just because they're purple doesn't mean that they're healthy. Just because they taste bad doesn't mean that they're healthy. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, hey, everyone. We've learned a lot over the last two years. If you see some potato chips in the aisles, that's great. Make yeah. sure that there's a constant, steady stream of potato chips going into your mouth at all times. Yeah. But make sure you leave some on the shelves for your fellow community members. Exactly. You don't need a bag a day. That's what I've learned. It's just better that way. Yeah. For many reasons. You know, anecdotally anyways, we can confirm Isaiah texted and said, Ruffles, all dress ships are impossible to get right now. My wife is going crazy. Okay, I actually had the same situation. My partner went to go get some chips. There was no crinkly ones. 
of the all dressed variety. So we're just with those plain old potato chips right is, now. Is that kind of your go to? You That's like the it, ruffles? Yeah, the ruffles. When you're going all dressed, you got to have the ruffles. Sure, yes. Yeah. I agree, especially because I'm a big tip. Dip boy. Oh. Love to dip, and you can dip a non ruffle chip, Mm -hmm. but I mean, let's be honest here. What's the point? Oh, yeah. Okay, you got to get the ruffles. So, sure enough, it is true that the ruffles are part of these, uh, the really affected brands. Really? As well, you're going to be seeing less Doritos. Miss Vicky's oh. and Lay's. Okay, out there. we can prepare for this, right? We'll be okay. We'll just move to other brands. <laughs> I started making my own chips. I got oh, a basement yeah. full of raw potatoes. I'm gonna uh, clean them. I'm gonna uh, peel them. And Ooh, I am gonna ruffle them. I think I'm I gonna get an air fryer. <laughs> okay, I'll make my own. Yeah, sure. Why okay, not? Sure. Yeah. You guys, owner who wants to chime in on this, Sienna? I have to call in with my opposition to your uh, ruffles and Lay's chip issues because as somebody who grew up out west and grew up on old dutch chips i'm actually really stoked about this because i think old dutch are like by far the best chips ever in every way and uh yeah i'm rooting for them to do a whole bunch more sales as a canadian business and uh yeah that's interesting (laughs) that's funny i don't even see old dutch on the shelves very often but i guess they're still out there yeah i think like my brain just censors it away cheese pleasers those are my go-to cheesies i believe that yes they are made by old dutch so without even knowing it i'm totally on the same brand page as you sienna yeah, and sour cream and onion, old Dutch ripple ones, so you can't go wrong. Okay, wow. maybe old Dutch will be king. Yeah. <laughs> the Afternoon Zone with Paul Plastino and Jenny West. I'll be honest, I think that Victoria leaves me wanting for very little, you know? I like to travel, mm. I like to go to the big cities. I was just in Vancouver and then down into the States, and uh, I was like, yeah, I'll, I guess I'll go to a couple of places that are unique and I, we don't have in Victoria, but for the most part, day-to-day, I'm very happy getting around Victoria and there's like lots of everything. Oh, I agree. Yeah, since moving over from Vancouver, the lower mainland area, I'm just like, yeah, I'd have no reason to go back. There's sure. not there's not much we miss, but... But there's a few things. There's a few things. <laughs> Let's a few go things. over them, okay? Yeah, Reddit right now, the local Victoria Reddit is uh, chiming in about things that you wish Victoria had. So we've uh, compiled a little list here from the comments. Number mm. one, I think this is very interesting. Outdoor public swimming pool and Ugh. indoor water park or water slides. Ooh. Yeah, because if you want to go outdoor public swimming pool, everyone like you know gets a room at the Oak Bay Beach Hotel, and right? People love doing that. I mean, it's such a beautiful pool right by the ocean. But then you think about like Kitsilano and that pool right by the ocean, which yeah. is open to the public. Yeah, Oof. yeah, it's not as like you don't have to get a spa treatment or whatever. Yeah. How much money it is? So that would be nice. And I think now you said. With water slides, you'd be happy for those to be outside, too. Oh, of course. I mean, look at the weather that we have here. Outdoor water park. I know we used to have one back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need one of those. Absolutely. And look, at, I know it seems extravagant, but if you can put it indoor or, like, partially indoor, <laughs> okay. I just think Canada, <laughs> we still are a temperate place. Okay, Okay, I want to be able to go on a water slide on Christmas Day. <laughs> yes. Okay. okay, next, Ikea. Yeah, obviously. I would love for even one of those, like, pickup spots. Yeah, we do have that, don't we? That, that's where I've gone. There's a pickup spot. Really? Yeah. Well. <clears throat> There's no showroom, though. No showroom. You don't get to pretend to live in the kitchens in there. You know what I mean? I want the showroom, and I want the yeah. meatballs. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Sky trains. obviously, this is something we've been talking about for a long time. It'd be cool to have one. A light rail. Yeah, yeah. that'd be really good. Um, something Victoria used to have but don't know more, strip club. Yeah, none. Not, not a single one. 
We well, at least from, in Victoria, I don't know about Up Island, but not in Victoria. Yeah, we used to be a very great place for strip clubs, and now nothing. There's this one type of food that I always go and get when I go to the mainland, and it's coffee bun. Have you ever had it? No. It's also called kopi roti. It's incredible. We need one of those. Okay, uh, I'll pile onto that. Driving up to Nanaimo to hit a Taco Bell is too mm. far of a drive. Okay. How about donairs? Late night donairs. We need some of that. How about late night anything? How about like an all night <laughs> diner? You can sit and chat and have coffee with your friends at three in the morning. Oh, there you go. That's yeah. a really nice thing. Spencer says booze at the movies. Oh, we don't have that here. Have you ever been to a fancy movie theater? Yeah, and well, they have like, the- but it's a special section, right? Like it's a VIP yeah. section. Well, it's like maybe it's a VIP theater, maybe. Oh, yeah, okay. and they bring you the whatever you want. You want a right. martini? I don't even need that. I'll, yeah. I'll pick the beer up with my popcorn at concession, bring it to the theater. That's oh, great. Yeah. That'd be really good. Number two, go karts. Oh, please! I love go karts. I think we have some up island, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but this again with this thing, I'm not. I'm not getting on the Malahat for any of this stuff. No. Number three, <laughs> people are chiming in. They want a Harvey's. Do you remember Harvey's I don't hamburgers at Harvey's. all? Harvey's. Like all the right. name rings a bell, but I don't know what it is. It's a hamburger place, and it was kind of like Subway. Like you could do, you could put whatever toppings you wanted on mm-hmm. it. Harvey makes your hamburger a beautiful thing. Okay. That was her slogan. How about this though? I can give you a list as long as my arm of fast food places I would want from around oh, the world. Yeah. Give me an out burger. Give me a Jack in the Box. So that's nothing new. Now, we also, I think, came upon this idea that is, exists nowhere, but we want to have. Yeah. So if you're a business person, reach out to us, okay? Yeah. We'll, we'll work with you on this idea. You can just have it, whatever. I don't, I'm not willing to put in the effort. But just hot tubs by the ocean, right? Because I'm always looking for like a vacation spot where you get a cabin and a hot tub. You're by the ocean. But sometimes you don't even need to stay overnight. You're just looking for a hot tub with some booze. So like a bar with a bunch of hot tubs. So are you thinking like an indoor bar? Like I'm picturing the mm. Barton Banker, but take all of the tables <laughs> no. out and there's just multiple hot tubs <laughs> down the bar and just your, your group just gets just in the hot tub. Get in the human there. soup now. Yes. Well, Here's no. a bud. Yeah. And then um, you have a drink there. No, I'm thinking like outdoors, an outdoor hot tub bar. Just hot tubs by the ocean. If and you can make that happen. Comes by yeah. and gives you a drink. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Wow, we're going to be billionaires. I think so. Can we clarify a little <laughs> bit here before we get to the shout outs? You had okay, this great yeah, business yeah. idea that honestly should make you a multi billionaire. Well, thank you. And it's so in your envisioning, it's out by the ocean, it's open air, yeah. multiple hot tubs. You would like rent a hot tub for like an hour, but you're just by the <clears> ocean, not in the ocean. I know, but the hot tub boats those are sweet too the boats are but sweet, there's a yes. bar there's like servers and you can just like hang you. out in this little section with some friends that's what i'm thinking right and everyone's yeah. like pee pee everyone's you're gonna be sitting in pee yeah human soup right yeah. so but you're talking about it's separate hot tubs so it's yeah. like a normal sized regular like at max what six people six hot people? tub yeah, yeah. okay and i assume that it is drained and hosed out i and would refilled. I, I guess they would have to do that a couple times a day kind of thing you know I don't know. I don't know how to maintain a hot tub, though, so I don't know the details behind that. But the I'm more not- I think about it, the more effort it seems and the more expensive it becomes, you know? So uh-huh. maybe it's not a great idea. And people bring drinks to you, though. Yeah, and, yeah. And, like, there's a concern that everyone's just going to be sitting there peeing in the hot tub. <laughs> yeah. Do you do that? Just when put you're a bathroom sitting right there. In a ra- you know? Yeah, or just, like, lean out the side. But, like... <laughs> Is that what you do when you go to any hot tub with friends? Immediately, PNA. Urinating yeah. constantly? I think that's what people are afraid of, at least. All right. <laughs> 
Okay, okay. Let's wrap it up about the hot tubs now. There's too many things happening. You're poking holes in Jenny's brilliant business plan, and she is not appreciating it. Overthinking the details. It's not going to happen. Don't worry about me. Okay. Okay. Andrew says, shout out to Harvey's. Come on. These burgers are the shiznit. Come on over to the island, peeps. We want you here. (laughs) (laughs) Yum, diddle, yum, yum, yum. Andrew, are you an ad writer? (laughs) That's good. Love it. And then now we're just getting into more stories of someone getting a (laughs) fungal infection from a hot tub (laughs) and a sauna. That's great. Good stuff. Actress Annalyn McCord went viral yesterday for her video, Dear Putin, If I Was Your Mother, a hypothetical letter written to the Russian president in poem form. If I was your mother, you would have been so loved, held in the arms of joyous light. Never would the story's plight, the world unfurled before our eyes, a pure demise of nations sitting peaceful under a night sky. If I was your mother, the world would have been warm, And here's another poem that may help in this dangerous time. I'm so sorry I wasn't your mother. If I was your mother, you would say, Milky, milky, warm and tasty. Mommy, milky, please be hasty. Refreshing drink from mommy's udders. I want mommy's and no others. Oh, that is... What's that? Yeah, that's my cringe-o-meter I had installed. We're nearing dangerous levels of cringe. Yeah. I thought it was working. Better shut it down. Shut it down. Well, obviously, this uh, story caught my attention. A woman in Kelowna has decided to start the cloning process for her beloved cat. Now, I've seen stories like this before. Is this becoming so commonplace? I mean, obviously, it's still in the news, but... That a woman in Kelowna can do it? I thought it's like you had to be one of the richest billionaires on planet Earth living in a tower in Dubai to even start the process or know someone right. close to you who works in a la- uh, cloning laboratory. Well, I've heard the celebrities have done this before. Like Barbara, Barbara Streisand has cloned her dog, I think, a couple times Kay. now. Um, it's a weird process. Apparently, they like take the DNA from the animal and then they freeze it and then do their science stuff and then sure. you get like a little identical twin. Okay, okay. I've, I've seen Jurassic Park. I know how oh, it works. Okay. Yeah, then you're an expert at this point. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's a it's a, an actual thing. There's a company called Viagen. It's in um, Texas and someone in Vancouver has done it before but uh-huh. now this uh, lovely lady has decided that, well, her d- cat had passed and obviously she doesn't want it to be gone forever so sure. she decided to clone it. Would you do that? Never. Uh, okay. Here's why. Seventeen thousand dollars. It's what it costs seventeen thousand. Seventeen to thirty-five thousand dollars to clone your pet. Wow. Yeah. Here's what I would do if I had seventeen to thirty-five thousand dollars. I would back out like forty-eight dollars, mm. and I would take that to the SBCA and adopt a new cat that needs a life, that <laughs> needs a home. <laughs> there you go. And then I would take the remaining. The, re- the remaining seventeen to thirty-five thousand dollars minus forty-eight dollars, <laughs> right. and donate it again to the SPCA so that other cats could uh, eat and live. So the reason she wants to clone the cat is because the personality is so incredible, right? That's well, why, right? That's why you want to keep your cat around. You're like nothing can beat this personality. But aren't clones like? Aren't they always just a little bit different? 
in well, the sense it's like what if you spend $35,000 on cloning your pet and then it's like got a weird cloned personality where it's kind of just like I'm a cat and that's it you know I feel like it would be impossible that the personality of the cat would not be the same no, right? like that's not the, the nurturing si- is different. It's a clone. Like, it's such a silly, dumb idea for so many reasons. Like, right. don't get me wrong. I understand the pain of losing a beloved pet with what you perceive to be a very unique personality that could never be duplicated right. in any other cat. But I feel like cat to cat are so similar that whatever little changes in the, you know, from the scientist, like dropping a crumb of a apple fritter in the DNA tube <laughs> of the cat, that's going to like change the clone cat's right. personality. Okay, just get another cat. Right. Well, what about this? Okay. When people taxidermy their animals once they passed, how do you feel about that? Weirdly, I mean, Jen, you really had to present to me quite a hypothetical for me to be chill and cool with taxidermying <laughs> your cat. I don't care for that either. But okay. wow, this out is of up the there. two, which one would you choose? Still the you, taxidermy okay. because I feel like that's not preventing other cats who need homes from having a home. And it probably doesn't cost thirty five thousand dollars. <sighs> Depends on what kind of quality taxidermist you go to. <laughs> you don't want bad quality with that. Yeah, his owner named Jennifer writing in here saying my old boss cloned both her dogs. I'd like wow. to find out more about that. Uh, yeah. Here's what I actually think this company is doing when they say we're cloning your pets. Yeah. Is they take a picture of it, <laughs> right, of the old cat, and then they go down to the pound. Right. <laughs> find one that looks like it. <laughs> Here you go. Brand new cat for you. Yeah, we did all the science. We brought it straight from the lab. Here it is. Here it is. Take it home. Oh, buddy. Feed it now. Give it a home. (laughs) And we get $35,000. Horton's a guy ice cream coming out. Yeah. They came out with the Timbit flavored cereals. I guess that was a big hit. Hmm. I haven't had cereal in so long. I know, what the I heck? I need to get cereal. some cereal. I know. What we're, a treat. We're hard-boiled egg kids over here. Yeah. Very responsible. Very adult. <laughs> I'll have one hard-boiled egg, please. <laughs> Do you want salt and pepper on it? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, how boring. Yeah, yeah. Lit, as little joy in my life as possible, oh, please. please, please, please. That's uh, what breakfast is all about. But for dessert now, mm. I do find it interesting. As much as we rail on this, is like, oh, yeah, the marketing scam. You put out an ice cream, you get more people going to eat, eat your Timbits and your chocolates and your coffees in the store. Mm-hmm. I am blown away by the variety of distinct flavors of this ice cream. There's some good ones. Okay, we'll start with the apple fritter. My favorite donut from Tim Hortons. Have you ever had an apple fritter ice cream? I have not. That's so, so interesting to me. Apple and cinnamon in ice cream? It's like apple pie. That's delicious. Wow. You're going to hate this one. Uh, birthday cake. It's like the Timbit. I hate birthday cake flavored everything. I hate mm-hmm. birthday cake flavored birthday cake. I hate birthday cake flavored <laughs> anything. I don't know why it's so popular, why it's become so intrusive into my life. It's okay, let me get through the other escape. kinds. I know you birthday don't like cake. it. Double chocolate donut, fruit explosion, that like the muffin. Delicious. And then the one that fruit catches explosion? my... Yes, the one You're that... You're excited about... That's a muffin? That's a muffin. It's got like a syrupy sort of fruit situation in it. It's You're pumped delicious. about it? Yeah, it looks pretty good. Um, the one that I'm most excited about, though, is the salted caramel ice cap. Ice cream. What the heck? That sounds delicious. I think that sounds good. Yeah. I mean, none of this is my favorite kind of ice cream right now, which is Spumoni. You can't beat Spumoni. Here we go. It's so good. I love it so much. Um, but yeah, Tim Horton's coming into the ice cream game. Ah, okay. I'm into it. I'll eat it all summer long, sure. <laughs> sure. Okay, I got some messages coming in here as we're talking about 
uh, Tim Hortons going to do ice cream now. Uh, <laughs> I hate uh, birthday cake flavored things. And then mm. Elisa texted in and said, uh, tell him there's birthday cake beer. That sounds fine, right? Would, would he hate that? Elisa, I cannot think of anything I would hate more than that. Taking right. a delicious, wonderful beer and ruining it with a sickly sweet birthday cake flavor and sprinkles. Those sprinkles don't have any flavor. There's sugar, aren't they? There's sugar. Carissa says, right now at Country Grocer in Royal Oak, you can get elf cereal for $1. <laughs> What's elf cereal? Do you remember that, that Christmas time they had elf cereal with Will Ferrell's face on it? Elf Christmas cereal. Oh. I don't know what it tasted like or anything. Oh, right. No, it was maple syrup. Because remember the right. scene in Elf where he douses his cereal I maple it, syrup? Oh, I thought it was um, spaghetti he put maple syrup on. Oh, whatever. Was Anyways, it spaghetti? It was, <laughs> dry spaghetti. Box of spaghetti with maple syrup maple on syrup, it. Maple syrup, just boil it for 10 minutes. That sounds really cereal. good. But, you know, I just read this article that was like, you know, with inflation, people are really trying to find ways to save money on food these days, yeah. especially, right? Food costs really rising through the roof. There you go. Get Expired Christmas cereal, $1 a box. Nice. I actually want that, though. Stretch your budget. It was a busy weekend for the Victoria Royals. You were at a game. Yeah, we uh, got a win against the Vancouver Giants on Saturday, yeah. which was, yeah, really, really great. It was, I think, the first game as well where we were allowed full capacity in the stands. Yeah. I didn't catch what attendance was, but it was, like, noticeably busier. Nice. Than uh, it had been all season. It was really, really nice uh, for that. And then... All of that was awesome, right? Mm-hmm. Like, win, more people, great, great, great. But the real highlight of the night was when uh, one of the Canadian gold medal winning hockey players for Team Canada, yeah. Micah Zandy Hart, was here and is from here on the island, right? Yeah. From Sandston, and was at the game. That's cool. And so it was like during one of the uh, <laughs> periods we like put a spotlight on her and announced her and the crowd was on their feet. She was wearing the gold medal and then she came up later in the intermission and like did a little interview with Cliff up in the booth. It was rad. That's so cool. It was so good. You know what would have been really fun with that game is like per period she could like go on each team. Like, oh, you get to play for Vancouver (laughs) and this period you get to play for the Royals and then the last period it's up to them. Right. (laughs) Just as a little bonus. Oh my gosh, you would have tooled everybody up I imagine. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. the scoring would have been so high yeah. <laughs> totally um so that was that was so so great and uh you know what i heard too what's that metal's heavy oh i would imagine so yeah imagine if it were just light like if it was just gold like plated and light no but no good i've heard one person i talked to has held multiple olympic and paralympic medals before wow apparently these beijing medals Extra heavy. Okay. I, that good. was maybe in his head. Who knows? <laughs> you know, right? It's like you just hold it and you think it's extra heavy, but uh, yeah. Like as heavy as a puck? Had some heft to it. Maybe more. <laughs> wow. Can I complain about something just really quickly oh, here? Sure, you just I love walked it. by, you complimented my salad. I have a yeah. nice salad that I made today at yeah. home. Now, I splurged for salad crunchies mm. at the grocery store this weekend because I love, you know, the little mix of nuts and seeds and whatever. Oh, Gives yeah. a little crunch to the salad. There, but there's also craisins in it. They didn't have a non-craisin mm. salad topping in the bulk section. And so I hate craisins. Nope. And so now I need to go through every morning and I take a little handful of salad topping and I sift through it and I pick out the craisins by hand before then I can distribute it onto my salad. Now, don't you think... Aren't craisins enough of a specific taste that they should be in their own separate bulk 
item. If you want craisins, that's up to you. You go get your craisins. But don't just lump them in with the nuts and seeds. They're oh, so different. I love a craisin. Great. I'm happy for you. Go get it yourself. Go get it yourself. <laughs> now, do you want the craisins that I pick out? Not really. Oh, so you don't love them that much? <laughs> no, I don't need picked out craisins. If you want my craisins... Text right now, 250475. We've got a pile of them. They've all been hand-touched I got a with his sweaty of palms. Yeah. There's some salad dressing on there, too. You're going to love it. No. Mm. Someone want your craisins yet? Yeah, but as a guy, I said I would mail him a shirt already, <laughs> and it's just sitting on my desk. I haven't got around to it. Yeah, so we're going to mail him the craisins I'll either. I'll tuck the craisins into the shirt pocket. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> I recently finished up. Euphoria, right? The season finale was this weekend. Don't say a single word. Don't even make eye contact with me about Euphoria season okay. finale yet. I haven't seen it myself. Can I tell you my emotions? Absolutely not. Ah! What? Okay. What were the emotions? Um, oh, just my emotions after it's done. I feel like there's a huge void now and I'm waiting for the third season, okay. right? But it's been nice because you just haven't been able to binge Euphoria, really. You could binge like the prior seasons, but it's kind of nice having that little drip of a... a a show coming up every single week, right? It's, we, it's nice. Yeah, we've been talking about this a lot for the last little while in our Geek Out podcast, available on thezone.fm, wow. about how, yeah, Disney Plus, they learned that lesson too, right? That uh, Mandalorian show didn't all drop in one big heap. It was week by week so that mm. you got to subscribe longer. <laughs> right. But then once that happens, yeah, it's like you get a whole week to just marinate in what happened in that episode and then and then get all hyped for the next one. Well, that's where the question comes in. Do you prefer the binge model or do you prefer the weekly release? Because ah. we used to, that's how TV was back in the day. And then finally we were able to binge and it's like we've overdone it on the binging and now everyone's kind of getting back into the weekly release. I mean, it's similar to how we deal with music these days, too, oh, where we really focus on singles, not just like an album drop and then that's it. Yeah. With a single, you're talking about that artist nonstop for months and yeah. then they release another little bit of that album and another little bit and another bit and it just extends the promotional period, right? Well, and that's so important right now when everyone's attention spans are so divided, <laughs> yeah. right? You got to keep on keeping them on, thinking about you constantly keep mm -hmm. them on that wheel of, yeah, little drips of attention to like be top of mind. But at the same time, it's nice not having any self-control and just going ham on a full show, you know? Yeah, that still exists though. One, like, now euphoria <laughs> yeah is out and you can do that. Just do it again and again until the next <laughs> season. And there's a lot of really compelling points being made for when uh, shows come out week by week. Like, yeah, we saw this tweet that reminded us, you know, for the last however long we've been talking about Euphoria yeah. and Succession and The Mandalorian and Boba Fett, these shows that come out one at a time over the weeks versus like Ozark? Do you watch Ozark? No, I haven't seen it. I heard it's incredible. Mm -hmm. I heard it's a really amazing show on Netflix or Stranger Things. And they just like drop them in one big heap and no one talks about them for any amount of time. Right. Um, so is the weekly model coming back? We got some uh, text messages here on the Zone phone though uh, saying kind of the opposite. Megan writes, I'm so used to everything being instant at your fingertips that now I absolutely hate the weekly release. I 100% prefer to be able to binge. And then Ron texts in saying that it depends on the show, that heavier shows need time to digest on a weekly basis but something like the office or seinfeld something like that you could just dump and binge yes that okay a couple of things here first for people and i don't know their message too that like the cliffhangers drive people nuts yeah. week to week 
Okay, it's called delayed gratification, everybody, (laughs) and it makes good things even better. Mm. And it sucks in the moment, but it's long-term better. And then the other thing is, too, yeah, for comedy shows that have been out for 15, 20, 30 years, yeah, you just leave that on all the live long day and blast through them. That's fine. Mm. And then, yeah, if I had to watch more than one episode of Euphoria at a time. We'd be in a dark place. Very dark. Yeah, whole weekend, just, yeah, dark vibes. (laughs) (laughs) New food trend, cryptocurrency-themed restaurants are popping up all over the place. That's right, and I took my pal to one last week. Okay, so I understand. Um, Am I able to get some cream from my coffee? Yes, but um, it is decentralized. Uh, Okay, I don't know. And um, I don't have uh, cutlery. Do you think I could get some cutlery? Yep, yep. The cutlery is actually just on the blockchain, so yeah. Okay, that doesn't make any sense at all. And now I ordered a uh, burger, and I just have this uh, picture of a burger. (laughs) Non-fungible. So don't expect that to get all funged up. Okay. I'm going to leave now. (laughs) Okay, I'll catch up. I'm just going to eat this picture of a monkey. You're asking me because you had a, almost bought, had a big purchase this weekend, and you're like, should I buy this very almost. expensive pillow? Yeah, and I've been meaning to actually bring this to Zoners for a while here because my pillows are trash. Mm-hmm. Bad. I've been making bad pillow decisions for years now. Um, I have a king-size bed, as you know. Wow. I know. I hate to brag about it. It's a, it's a bigger bed than normal beds. Yeah, you love to brag about it. Do you know about that? A lot of people and it sleep makes- in what's called a queen-size bed. King? Mm-hmm. Slightly bigger. Makes you a king. king. That's right. And um, <laughs> so I bought king size pillows, but they suck because, like, your head is not king <laughs> size. Your head doesn't need all this pillow. And then your head, like, squishes down the middle part, and then all the pillow is on oh, either wow. side of you. It sucks. Yeah, it sounds terrible. And then, like, is it supposed to look good or whatever? Okay, so I was at the store the other day, and I saw this pillow, and it was memory foam. And had cooling gel technology. Get it. How do they do that? You touch it. I'm like, what? You touch it and uh, cold. Yeah. How, there's no ice cubes inside this. How, did <laughs> they just take this the out of the freezer? Yeah. yeah, and then it's wet soaking into your mattress what, for the rest of the what evening. What the freaking heck? And, uh, and we are living in a golden age of pillow technology. <laughs> for uh, hundreds, maybe thousands of years, it was just, you know, uh, sleep on a bird, right? Just get a bunch of bird feathers <laughs> and stuff it in there and we sleep. Live, and, dead, whatever. Now we get these incredible cooling gel memory foam and s- stunning pillows. So here's the thing, right? For a queen size pillow, mm-hmm. $120 for this thing. And I was like, wow, I know that we're in climate crisis and I will need this to live once the summer comes around. But do I spend $120 on a pillow? Is that what I'm going to do right now with my life and my money? I feel like you could get a better deal on one like that. Maybe $120 is not the deal that you're looking for, but I do think that it's going to be good. I wanted the one with the hexagonal pattern on the pillowcase. Okay. Now, so so this is why I want to bring it to zone. I didn't buy this pillow. I'm thinking about it constantly. Restless nights, can't sleep, <laughs> wish I had the pillow. I want owners to brag to me about their pillow. Like, oh, is yeah. this a good investment? Is this type of thing good? Am I ever going to, you know, I know that you spend a third of your life in your bed. You should invest in good sleep. It's so important for so many areas of your health. So please brag to me. What pillow should I get? What now? What do you have in your bed? Oh, well, I'm a hand-me-down mattress kind of gal. I've had your hand-me-down mattress yes. before. I've had uh, our music director, DJ Brian Boyd, <laughs> 
always giving me a mattress as well. But what paid for your pillows? In the last year, I spent money on like one of those foam mattresses. Yeah. Okay. And um, now I have all my old pillows, like hand-me-down pillows that I still am using. And it is not good. I need a good foam pillow because my partner has one every morning he leaves and I roll onto his and I was like, this is what luxury is. This is what Jenny admitted to me, that she has two <laughs> crappy, flattened, horrible t- like pillows that They're have like lost all their shape. Pancakes. You put two of them together. Can I just imagine the amount of drool and sweat stain oh, on those pillows? Yeah. You got a case on it, though, of course. Yes. One case for the two pillows. You've put two in one yeah. case? Yeah. Imagine, you know, earlier we were talking about those protein pancakes? <laughs> imagine stacking those on top of each other and sleeping on that. Get the pillow, Paul. Get the pillow. <laughs> Text line, of course, on fire right now. We asked, is it worth it to buy one of those uh, nice, fancy, cooling gel memory foam pillows? I saw one. $120. I mm-hmm. thought, wow, maybe if I win the lottery. Yeah. But what I love best is the messages being like, dude, I got mine for twice that much. <laughs> You're, that's a dumb pillow. My pillow is tw- $250, I'll uh. tell you. You're sleeping on a garbage pillow, dude, right? Like, that's a trash pillow. Mm-hmm. I love Jonas's uh, text saying, there is no price on sleep. Well, okay, Jonas, you're right. Okay, so go ahead and sell me on the cooling gel foam well, pillow. Okay, I, I don't have them, but I did buy them for my daughter who who really, really wanted a good pillow. And I splurged for Christmas gifts, and but you have to wait for the sale. Sleep Country usually will have buy one, get one free oh. at some point, and they do it like periodically throughout the year. Wait for the sale, and you'll get like the $120 pillow, but you'll get two. Why buy a mattress or pillow anywhere else? Right? <laughs> yeah, it's something you use every single day, and it affects so many aspects of your life, like you were saying. So I think it's a good exactly. investment. Okay. Good luck. Hello, the zone. Hey, Paul and Jenny. How are you guys? Hey, hey good and you? you. Good, it's Dennis. Hello, you want a good pillow? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go to Costco. Oh. Uh, okay, I see. 30 bucks for one of those full memory ones. Oh, my. I'm, I'm in heaven sleeping on that thing. I was thinking about this this morning. Like, I need lots of stuff for the house, and I need to resign myself to the fact that everything is just going to come from Costco. Oh, yeah. Have a happy sleep once you get your new pillow. (laughs) Thank Thank you. you. I also mentioned, too, I don't know if I should get the king-size, even though I have a king-size bed. I don't know if I should get a king-size pillow because I don't have a king-size head. Now, I remember that I mentioned that to my partner, and she said, (laughs) yes, you do have a king-size head. And now I never usually am self-conscious. I know that I have to buy specialty size hats. And now we're feeling a little insecure, aren't we? I it's got, okay. I got a big head, I guess. <laughs> Maybe you should switch for the king size pillow then. Yeah. That's okay. Wow, apparently local flag stores are doing killer business these days. Well, if you think about it, there's the Ukrainian flag. Flying off the shelves. The Canadian flag. Okay, yeah. The upside-down Canadian flag. Mm, they should charge double for those. Happy Mardi Gras. Today is hmm? Mardi Tuesday. Gras? Fat? Today's Mardi Gras. Oh! It starts in New Orleans. That's what that is. That's a literal translation. Fat Tuesday. Today's Fat Tuesday. Whoa. Otherwise known as Shrove Tuesday. Otherwise known as Pancake Day, baby. Okay, so... Are, are you looking it up? Yeah, I'm just sorry. I just... My mind was blown about Mardi Gras. I never really thought about that. <laughs> what the, what it was. the two-word translation? Yeah, I'm ashamed right now. 
I'll get over it. Um, <laughs> so tell me about pancakes. You eat pancakes today? Yeah, that's the tradition. And regardless of anything else, just a wonderful excuse to eat pancakes for dinner. Now, okay. I heard about this for the first time today, but you are saying that it's quite the trend. What did you learn about this on TikTok? I don't know. Everyone's talking about protein pancakes. You put protein powder, like whey stuff that you would get, what, at like a workout store? Yeah. And you mix that into your pancakes? Yeah, and then it's like a denser, more filling pancake. And people are really into them. I've heard very mixed reviews, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I was talking to someone today, Shane, out in our newsroom. He was saying that, um, I don't want to out him here because I don't want to... I don't want his wife to know that he oh. made pan- she made pancakes that he didn't really like. But they weren't as delicious, and I think that's right. fair. Not as delicious as traditional pancakes. Right. I think you have to try and cover up the protein taste with other things, like banana. Like, for example, if you were to have a protein shake, you wouldn't just have, like, water and protein powder. You know that's not going to taste good. So right. you add banana, you add some fruit, maybe even some peanut butter sure. into the shake to make it taste better. Okay. To kind of hide the protein flavor. Now, what about this? I have some uh, creamsicle-flavored whey protein <laughs> powder. <laughs> Left over from when I worked out ten oh, times. Oh gosh! Can I put that in that there? That sounds terrible. Please, yeah, bring it, bring it to work tomorrow. I'd oh, love to try it. It really compliments the maple syrup. <laughs> There's something really cute on Victoria Reddit right now. There's a, an international student who has a list of things that they want to see in Victoria before they go back home. All right, let me guess what that might be. Yeah. Um, okay, well, you gotta go whale watching if you're in Victoria, I suppose. Yeah, I right? Whale. Yeah, I gotta see a whale and. Uh, Oh, well, Malahat Skywalk is new, but yeah, that's, a, that's a Victoria attraction. Legislature, obviously. Probably want to see some deer in Oak Bay. Okay. A couple yeah, of deer. Yeah, I see. Well, it seems pretty pedestrian, but yeah, right. sure, I guess so. Another thing that they want to see is a raccoon. Oh. Mm-hmm. They haven't seen a raccoon yet, and they're like, where do I find a raccoon <laughs> to look at? From a distance, of course, I'm not going to feed the raccoon, but I'd like to have a little look of it because <laughs> it's on my list of things that I need to see. Yeah. Um, so everyone is now commenting on where all the raccoons live. Like where a reliable <laughs> place to just yeah. catch a raccoon. Okay. Where are raccoons in your life? Where do you always see raccoons? <sighs> the garbage cans. Yeah, exactly. The garbage yeah. Cans. Yeah. I've got a family of them under the shed at my building. Did you invite the... Uh the student coverns <laughs> meet your family. Here's records. my home address. Come yeah, meet yeah, my yeah. family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people are just saying, just take a look at a fat cat. They're pretty much the same. That's yeah, <laughs> true, except for the little people hands. Yeah. I just think that this is the most wholesome and purest post ever. And I'm sure we're going to get a few different messages about where raccoons are in people's lives. Yeah, I would love that text right now. Where yeah. is where? the place? Where is the place? Guaranteed raccoon. I want to see. And where's the most interesting place, too? Because, yeah. yeah, it's one thing, obviously, in a backyard out in the woods to see a raccoon rummaging through garbage. But it, do you ever, like, when you're downtown and you <laughs> see an urban raccoon? Ooh, I love that. Do you remember that video of the raccoon and it was, like, shimmied inside of a rain pipe? Did you ever see that? No. It was like a documentary about urban animals in Toronto. Oh. And it, you know, like a drain pipe for rain. My favorite all-time raccoon is that one. There's a video of it, and it's on the back of a garbage truck, and it's hanging on for dear life, and it's going to, like, (laughs) the hometown, the homeland. Oh, beautiful. (laughs) And owners are coming through, and we're hearing a lot about the Colwood Burger King dumpsters. A for lot about just that specific <laughs> Burger King. Those dumpsters have a whole bunch of trash pandas there. So, and you know Guaranteed. what? That is exactly the type of traveling I like to do as well. <laughs> I'm like, what fast food dumpster can I go to to see an exotic animal? Right? I think I'm going to start a business where instead of like whale watching, I just take <laughs> take people and tourists <laughs> to local garbage cans like the Colwood dumpster, the Burger King here. Come see a raccoon. Oh, I love
love it. Five bucks. Because although they seem pretty common to us, just wait and a raccoon will enter your life at some point. Right. Because you mentioned you got a family that lives underneath your shed. shed. Yeah. Do you ever hear them getting into fights with other raccoons? Ooh, um... I have before. They actually got in fights with the crows. There was a situation there. You know when the crows are extra feisty in the springtime? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were. There was a battle uh, at the garbage bins, the raccoons and the... It got so bad that I actually had to come out and wave like a broom at them and be like, stop it. It's 3 a.m. I'm trying to sleep. This turf war went down at 3 in the morning? Oh, yeah. It was brutal. And it was happening like every single night. Yeah. Was a phase I don't want to think about. Did I tell you about the raccoon fight that I saw just in my backyard? And uh, raccoons, they make that horrible noise when they're fighting, right? Like, I'm like, oh, God, they're killing each other. It's like, (laughs) so bad, right? And so I watched these two. They're kind of tussling. And then one, well, I was like, wow, this raccoon is dead now. (gasps) It was laying there totally lifeless. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to go out there and deal with a dead raccoon. The other one, you know, wandered away. It was playing dead. Wow. I, like, it was a minute. Impressive. And then it just got up, looked around all sneakily, and then wandered away. Anywho, oh, the street smarts on those raccoons. <laughs> we're talking about this place to see a raccoon, and uh, Clay texted in here, his owner, mm. said one time I had a raccoon under his deck. Mm. He went to go chase it, and they dropped a baby. Oh, no. From its mouth. So he says he got to hold a baby that was a day or two old. It was very, very soft. His wife came back from the bathroom and asked why he was crying. He said, I just held a baby raccoon. Wow. What? What's the story? What's the part two of this? I know. Did what the, happened to the baby raccoon? Did you cry because now the raccoon died, baby, in your what hands? Happened? Or did you get it back to the mom? What happened, Clay? Please get back. This year in Victoria, a whole bunch of huge music festivals and events are coming back to the city. So here's a list of lesser known Victoria live events. Raccoonapalooza. If a jogging club exceeds more than 100 people, that counts. Oh, and don't forget about drunken late-night government street busker karaoke jams featuring Darth Fiddler. That one gets pretty wild. Everyone's sitting in their cars waiting for the Johnson Street Bridge to go back down. Dinks and drinks. Pickleball festival in Oak Bay. And finally, some nights the lineup outside Fork and Pork is absolutely a live event. A couple of pieces of business news for here in Victoria. Number one, I read that Victoria is getting their very first Tesla dealership and service wow. center. Okay. That's a big deal. I mean, like, especially with the gas prices going on right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, sweet. I think that's cool. I also saw there's like a Polestar. That's another really sweet electric vehicle. Is that a fancy one? I think they're equally they're as fancy, fancy as yeah. a Tesla, but there's, yeah, opening up over there and uh, uh, cool. I think it'll do well. I see Teslas <laughs> constantly everywhere I go. So, right. yeah. I remember the first time I saw a Tesla in Victoria and I audibly gasped. It was so wild to see on the roads and now they're everywhere. Everyone has a Tesla now, hey? I know, I know. I remember, yeah, too. It was like electric car night at the Royals game. Yeah. And the guy was like, there's no, there's no engine in it. I was like, what? <laughs> what? Who took out the engine? It's called a frunk. I was like, what? <laughs> what? Where, how does anything work? I didn't understand. Yeah, it was and pretty sweet. Other exciting business news in Victoria. We're getting another Walmart, it seems. The sign is going up for a new Walmart at Hillside Shopping Center there. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Wow. Good luck. That's a tough spot. That is seem. It seems like a tough spot, right? What has been in there? There's been a Zellers. Oh, rest in peace. Uh, Target. Oh, rest in peace in Canada. Yeah. And uh, then and then the Sears was there the for Sears, a while. I think yeah, I went yeah. there. I bought rest a belt in peace there. Also. Oh, I bought a bunch of appliances from that Sears actually, oh, but okay. I think it was like right as they were closing down, so I got some wicked deals. But Walmart now. 
what do we think? Um, well, <laughs> what do I go to Walmart for? Do you have any feelings about Walmart? Yes. <laughs> okay. You know what they have is great home decor. Really? Yeah, the section there for like uh, organizing closets and stuff like that. I walked into a Walmart for the first time in a very long time and was blown away. Do you know what else <laughs> I really want to say positively about the Walmart? At least the one at Uptown mm-hmm. is that if you get any of their like treats, like baked goods, cookies, muffins, Ooh. things oh. like there are just mind-bogglingly, surprisingly good. I don't know oh. what the deal is. And the other thing too, I always tell people when they're moving to Victoria, I said like, well, welcome to the town with... The prettiest Walmart in the world is the one at Uptown, right? Oh, beautiful. That one, it gets, I mean, that gets shared around on uh, <laughs> internet webpages. The prettiest Walmart in the world. So, wow. you got a lot to live up to, Hillside Walmart. <laughs> well, we knew it was coming, but gas prices are absolutely through the roof. Gonna cost you more than ever to fill up your tank. We did the math and crunched some numbers and figured out if you wanted a full tank of gas, it's the equivalent of one gram of gold. Conversely, with that money, you could also buy 10 boxes of Golden Grams cereal. Cereal reminds me of my favorite Serial Killer podcast. You could get a monthly premium subscription to that podcast for a year with that amount of money. Subscription? More like prescription. I can get my birth control covered for like four months with that money. As long as I had at least 80% coverage from my employer's benefits. Birth control? More like pro-controller. I could get PS5 controller for that amount of money. PS5? More like five guys, burgers, and fries. I'm taking everybody out for lunch with the money that I could spend on filling my expensive gas tank. Tank? More like Thomas the Tank Engine. I could buy one Thomas the Tank Engine toy. They're very expensive, but fun collectibles. (laughs) Yeah. Of course, we were talking about gas prices. That's going to be the talk of the town for the next bit here. What was it? 194 it's at in Victoria and all around town about there. Oh, absolutely horrible. Now, what are we going to do now? I guess buy a bike. Now, you said to me... (laughs) You don't want to bike to work, even though you're a very bikeable distance from work. Yeah, I like a 20-minute bike ride. Because... That's all uphill. Now, you... Because you'll be get to work and you'll be sweaty. Sweating, yes. I want to tell you right now, I... My entire life, my entire adult life, I did the same thing. Oh, I can't go to work. I cannot have broken a sweat. Uh, I need to be pristine. I need to go from the shower (laughs) and then be floated to work in a bubble where I don't sweat. And then be at work in the air conditioning. I want to tell you right now, For I did bike to work for quite a while. Yeah. Last summer. Yeah, you work up a little sweat. And guess what? As long as you're pretty clean and you are wearing deodorant, mm-hmm. the sweat goes away and you don't feel sticky or uncomfortable for your whole day at work. And you're not working hard enough on that bike then, Paul. <laughs> no, I find I get itchy if I don't shower right after. Anyway, maybe maybe the thing is, is I need to bring wet wipes and just wet wipe my body as soon as I get to work. Um, the other thing that's really popular is electric bikes. Yeah. Right? People are really spending money on those electric bikes. If you've got several hours to listen, my parents would love to tell you about how much they love their electric bikes in their retirement. That and pickleball. But then the other side of it is the parking of electric bikes because we see someone buys an electric bike, spends thousands of dollars, and immediately it gets stolen. So what's what's what do we do there? I know my folks, we were talking about it actually, is that they were going to, uh, we were all going to go in on a, a package of those air tags, those little portable oh, yeah, trackers, yeah. and then you like sew them into the bike seat or something like that mm-hmm. and, you know, try and at least if it gets stolen, you're able to track it. But you said Japan had like a really interesting idea? Yeah, they have a really cool system where it's all underground and of course this would cost millions of 
dollars. But you put this <laughs> your bike on this little elevator. It goes underground, and then you like type a thing, and it brings it back up when you're ready. So no one can actually get down there, and no one can steal it. That's so cool. Yeah. I feel like it's an idea that half of Victoria could get really into, <laughs> yeah. and then can you imagine the screaming about a million dollar bike elevator? We can't even handle the lanes. No, don't even mention bike lanes. <laughs> couple of owners here that uh, have some experience. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them are just saying, you know what, you gotta have a change of clothes. One person said that they even have a shower at work. Uh, are they hiring? <laughs> That's so cool. I know. Um, and a towel and everything, so they just go to work, have a shower, and then change. So you have to like, wear a backpack with like a bunch of different changes of clothes, I guess. Does that bother you? Yeah, I don't love it, because then if you want to do something else, too, you just end up having your whole life on your back, right? Going to boxing, then you go to work, then you have all these different changes of clothes. Ugh, it just seems like a hassle, but people do it. They love it. It's also like a great way to clear the mind before going into work, right? That is very, very true. I don't bike as much as I should, but I love it when I do bike. Mm. Uh, a shower at work. That idea is so good. Where can there be a shower? <laughs> yeah, we need to install one right now. Uh, right now I'm thinking for our work, maybe the basement, maybe outside. One of <laughs> oh, an outdoor shower. Outdoor showers, cool. yeah. Pretty trendy. It's, uh, it's a weird time we're living in. You can say that again. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And uh, I'm starting to see a lot of news around poutineries mm-hmm. around Canada, specifically more in Quebec, because Vladimir Putin's last name in is written and pronounced exactly like Quebec's signature dish, Boutin. 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 Yeah. I don't know if I'm even saying that right. Right. So there has been a few poutineries, poutineries in Quebec who have decided to change the name of the dish uh, altogether. Of our beloved national dish that, of course, yeah, originated in Quebec, but we love it across the country. Exactly. And they've decided to change the name to just straight up fries, cheese, gravy on right. their menus uh-huh. as a way to support Ukrainian people. Right. What's the... Um, the rationale they're using to do this? Oh, they were saying that it's a win for us because we can make, you know, people of Ukraine smile. Sure. And it's not necessarily, you know, about it being all about the name. It's like, oh, this is just something we can do to, you know, show our support for the Ukrainian people. And which I, I think that's lovely and nice. And, mm-hmm. uh, the, you know, anything that anyone can do, uh, you know, in spirit or whatever to help out. I, yeah. yeah well, how good. Um, I don't know. I, I think otherwise it would be good if you feel weird about it, right? Yeah, like yeah. I think that like, we yeah, it is a like, close name. Poutine or Putin mm-hmm. as it's called is is so much more and it means so much to us. Putin is eternal. It mm-hmm. will outlast any one man or uh, generations of human beings. Right. It is it, practically an element that comes from the earth that is so beloved. <laughs> wow. Okay, Poutine, our national French fry <laughs> gravy dish, right? So beautifully uh, about well, it. Well, I just love It's really French just cheese and, and gravy and curds, yes, but... <laughs> have you ever had it? Sometimes they put onions on it. Oh, oh delicious. Yeah. So, I don't... Th- I think that it's pretty easy in most of our minds to be able to separate that from this man. That's yeah. waging war right now on mm-hmm. Ukraine. But if you feel weird about it, how about this? Partial proceeds go towards causes that are helping the people of Ukraine Oh, right there now. you go. How about that? Matter of fact, there's a great story in the news today about some Vancouver Island businesses that are getting 
creative with ways that they can help. So spin code, you know about that? Like oh, that, I know about that. Okay, they do bi- bicycle spinning. Yeah. Yeah, spin, spin class is called. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're doing like certain rides where proceeds go to humanitarian aid through the Canada-Ukraine Foundation. That's incredible. Uh, there's like a sandwich shop as well, or Mosey Bakery out in Saanich, donating mm-hmm. all proceeds from its Ukrainian flag cookies to the Red Cross. There you go. That's what I really like. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, another way that you can do it is just by going to the zone.fm. We have a link just right on the front page there to donate to support humanitarian aid in Ukraine. Okay, this is an unfortunate thing going on down in the United States surrounding Girl Scout cookies, something mm. you could think could only ever be wholesome. Girl Scout cookies, the sellers, mm-hmm. parents, and the Scouts themselves are reportedly increasingly being harassed while out selling the cookies. Oh, no! They say girls as young as five years old have been lectured for selling healthy food. Whoa! And some have even been berated over a conspiracy theory falsely linking Girl Scouts to Planned Parenthood. Whoa! Now, number one. One. Don't yell at it. Why are you yelling, are you yelling at children? Even if you they feel were, strongly about it. And they were also told to sell these cookies in order to raise money so that they could do fun activities, right? That's why you sell them? Girl guides, Girl Scouts, Scouts in general, beavers, yeah. all those things, right? What's the uh, Boy Scouts? All of those mm-hmm. are such incredibly good influences on you little kids' lives. Right. I feel like it's really cool to go out and do that stuff. Don't yell at them. Did you ever have to do that as a kid? Go door to door and sell stuff? No, did you? Yeah. Yeah, I was in gymnastics. And I think it was in order to go to like a gymnastics, uh, I don't know what they called it, show? <laughs> Showcase? Sure, yeah. Competition? There was a competition. We would sell chocolates and t-shirts and things like that. And I hated it. How oh, come? I hated Why? it. It How was come? so uncomfortable knocking on people's doors. And a lot of the time you get a door in the face and you're like, okay, next one. Let's oh, go. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's really challenging. But on the other hand, I absolutely love when it, uh, I think Webmeister Bud was this way for yes. a while. Someone yes. in your office, that, you know, is selling the cookies on behalf of... A family member? Yeah, I love that. I love it so much. Now, okay, here's a couple of things. Number one, maybe the door-to-door and maybe even the at the office yeah. way of selling these cookies, maybe that's old-fashioned and should go away. Maybe these just ought to be in every grocery store. Mm. You know, a big display as soon as you walk in, you're in the mood for cookies. Put them in gas stations, convenience stores, whatever. You see the big display. Support Girl Guides. Buy the cookies. Mm-hmm. I'd buy them every time I saw them. Okay. Number two, as much as I do love the Girl Guide cookies that we get here in so Canada, good. I'm just looking at the list of Girl Guide, the Scout cookies they get in the mm-hmm. States. Listen to this. Girl Scout s'mores. Ooh. Thin mints. Oh, people swear by the thin mints. Crispy chocolate wafers dipped in a minty chocolatey coating. You put them in the freezer, you change Whoa. your life forever. Caramel delights are kind of a coconutty thing. Oh. Peanut butter patties. They're- we got way more selection down in the States, eh? And there's more, too. Huh. So... Can we link up with them, girl guides, and bring the <laughs> yeah. scout cookies up here as well? Yeah, I agree, though, with the door-to-door thing. I think that is all together, door-to-door sales, door-to-door everything, I think that's slowly fading away. Because I always hide when I hear the doorbell, even if it's an adorable <laughs> kid with cookies. <laughs> yeah, a couple of owners making some really good points. Uh, Spencer says, no one has cash. Yeah, it's not often that I carry any money in my wallet or even at home lying around. Yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering if, like... 
if like a GoFundMe situation <laughs> and then just like shipping the cookies to people would be easier. Or do you think maybe money. the scouts are getting high tech and they're like walking around <laughs> with those little square readers? Oh, there you go. Maybe. Right? I mean, if they did that, I said I would absolutely. I'd be like, yeah, make it top this up too. I'll pay 50 bucks for this box of cookies. That's totally. sweet. I tip that. We're also hearing too, because man, if you look and see what the Girl Scout cookies and the variety Oof. of delicious cookies they have down there, um, uh, Andy says you just need a connection to the U.S. and then they can ship them to you. Oh, now that is the perfect mix of wholesome and <laughs> I think illegal smuggling that I love. Right, like trying to get. To oh, I know a twelve-year-old and girl guides in the states. Yeah, they ship me up the good stuff, <laughs> the coconut caramel cookies. Yes. <laughs> Got a couple of hot ocean stories to tell you about right now. First, you've been hearing about this uh, big ocean liner, this huge uh, shipping container ship that was carrying a lot of luxury vehicles, Bentleys, Lamborghinis, Volkswagens, and Porsches, and it was on fire. Right. I was uh, visiting uh, my uh, my stepmom uh, last week, or when I was away, right? And she actually bought a new Volkswagen. Oh. Uh, okay. The uh, I think it's called the ID4. This beautiful all electric Volkswagen. She's Ooh. all excited about it. And then we got the news that the ship was on fire. She oh. had to call her dealer. Was like, <laughs> is my car on that fire ship? Anyways. They're like, no. They're like, no. It's probably already in Canada. So. Update today is that the ship was on fire. They evacuated all the people off of it, obviously. They were trying to tow it to a safe location to deal with the fire. It was still on fire. It now has just sank. Oh, my gosh. That full thing. Just underwater with all those cars. And as a car lover and as a person who knows how hard it is to get a new car these days (laughs) with all the... the, the, the supply chain issues. I'm just, I'm heartbroken. I'm just thinking about all the fine Corinthian leather, all the safety features, the uh, uh, blind spot monitoring okay. technology, wow. and the uh, 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 safe distance, all that kind of stuff. The and radar assist, cruise control, all that just sitting on the bottom of the ocean now. And here I am just thinking, ah, oh, what a cleanup that's going to be. The poor ocean with all that oil and all those cars and everything. But that's you're worried too. about the cars. No, you're worried about that's the cars, not the ocean, well, not the water, but you're worried about the cars. Yes, uh, yes, 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 the cars yes. Yeah. that's good to know. The other piece of hot ocean news was that our little island in BC made it onto SNL just the other day. Yeah. About that huge rogue wave up in Euclid. Yeah. Have a listen. <laughs> Researchers have observed a nearly 60-foot-tall rogue wave off the coast of British Columbia, which is the largest ever recorded. Researchers believe the wave was generated when Yo Mama fell overboard. Now, I haven't heard a Yo Mama joke in so long. Yeah, yeah it's been a while. Uh, you were upset that we didn't think of that Yeah, joke. I was upset. That was so good. It's, yeah, and it's just right, just right there. It's right there. It's just handed to them. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. I heard a song about uh, how do you snore, and because uh, you're a big snorer now, you found I out, right? I'm a big snorer, yeah. So there's honk shoe, honk shoe, honk shoe, honk shoe, and then there's a honk wee. That's you. Yeah. Well, the biggest snorer in my bed is Gary the dog. Oh yeah, he has a hard time breathing. He's a part time breathing, and he snores very loud all through the night. And I was noticing last night he was fluctuating back and forth. <laughs> Between honk shoe, honk shoe, very regularly. Yeah. And then he was doing, the, like, he does, like, a puppy dog version of it, right? Like a wee, 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 
Oh, that's it's cute. really cute. But yeah, I was not up in the middle all of the night. night long. Yeah, you know, he kind of strikes me as a dog that would sound like <laughs> while while they're sleeping. You know, my dad used to snore like um, almost like a Darth Vader sort of vibe. It was like it was really scary. It was like <laughs> whoa. Uh, Very spooky. Here I have uh, I have audio of Gary yeah, actually, snoring. Yeah, right, I'll turn, I, I, turn your way up. <laughs> oh, I guess that was it. Yeah, he does this. That's cute. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Pete Davidson has expressed some interest in going to space on Jeff Bezos's rocket. Sources tell People Magazine Pete is in talks with Jeff to go on the next Blue Origin ride, but. Nothing is set yet. Oh, yeah, that guy's going to do anything to get away from that Kanye beef. <laughs> Pete. Pete Davidson has expressed some interest in going to space on Jeff Bezos's Pete penis. <laughs> <Wee-hoo>. <laughs> it does look like a penis. Yeah, it really does. It's a big metal penis. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Bezos has expressed. <laughs> Pete Davidson has expressed some interest on. Pete David. Pete Davidson? What's his name? What's yeah. his name? Yeah, yeah, Pete Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining the PJ Party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 91.3 or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast and tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party.